morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto each of you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, who wonderfully created us in your own image and yet more wonderfully restored us through your Son, Jesus Christ, grant that as he came to share in our humanity, so we may share the life of his divinity, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our reading for the first Sunday after Christmas is from Isaiah chapter 63, verses 7 through 14. I will recount the steadfast love of the Lord, the praises of the Lord, according to all that the Lord has granted us, and the great goodness to the house of Israel that he has granted them according to his compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he said, Surely they are my people, children who will not deal falsely. And he became their Savior. In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore he turned to be their enemy, and himself fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old of Moses and his people. Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherds of his flock? Where is he who put in the midst of them his Holy Spirit, who caused his glorious arm to go at the right hand of Moses, who divided the waters before them to make for himself an everlasting name? who led them through the depths. Like a horse in the desert, they did not stumble. Like livestock that go down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord gave them rest. So you led your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Have you ever heard of a praise sandwich? It's a technique of offering criticism that's intended to, well, soften the blow a bit. It's a way to say things without being too blunt. It's done by beginning and ending with something positive, sandwiching your critique between the two. So for example, if I had wanted to tell one of my daughters how she might have done a better job with one of her household chores, I could begin by telling her how proud I was that she didn't have to be continually reminded to do the chore. And then at the end I could say, hey, I appreciate the promptness of your work. But we see a different sort of praise sandwich 
in the words of Isaiah. Isaiah's lament for Israel's sin and rebellion against God's God is well sandwiched between remembrances of God's past actions on Israel's behalf. The praise in this case is directed toward God and about God, specifically about his great work of salvation that he accomplished in the exodus of Israel from Egypt. In the first part, Isaiah remembers God's works, his deliverance of his people. Then he talks about Israel's apostasy and rebellion against God, despite his kind and gracious actions toward them. And Isaiah concludes by pointing to God's remembrance of his works and inquires whether the Lord will act again in the same manner. Now today, we will see how our gracious God works in the same way toward us. Despite our many sins, God remembers his mighty works that he did through his incarnate Son, Jesus Christ, and saves us for the sake of his beautiful name. God's prophet remembers for us the kind and gracious works of the Lord. In the reading from Isaiah 63, Isaiah recounts the gracious and kind works that Yahweh did to save his ancient people from their enemies. Isaiah recounts his steadfast covenant love, his great goodness to the house of Israel, his compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love. He calls to mind the relationship of Yahweh to his people, calling them children who will not deal falsely. The prophet then points to the saving actions of Yahweh in the Exodus and the crossing of the Red Sea, calling him their savior. The Lord felt the pain of the people's affliction, for the enemies of God's beloved people are his enemies. Once again, Isaiah recounts the redeeming work of Yahweh, saying, in his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. God has also been kind and gracious to us today. The Christmas festival calls to our mind every year the mercy and pity of God, which caused him to send his son into our flesh, to bear our sin and to be our savior. The Lord's steadfast love was once and for all demonstrated when the incarnate Son of God offered his life on the cross for our redemption. As the Lamb of God, Jesus took up the burden of our sin and carried it to the cross. In his resurrection and ascension to the right hand of his Father, Christ has secured the victory over sin and death. He did all this not because we deserved it, but for the sake of his beautiful name. Just as he redeemed Israel, calling him his firstborn son and delivering him from bondage in Egypt, so also God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit has saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. Beloved, through our baptism into Christ, we are called children of God and enjoy the same steadfast love that the children of Israel did. But then again, the Lord must remind us of our unfaithful response to his steadfast love and kindness. What would have been a fitting response to God's loving kindness and pity? What would it be? Well, it would have been fitting and appropriate for Israel 
to respond to God's gracious actions with thanksgiving, faith, and love towards Him. Likewise, it would be meet, right, and salutary for us to give thanks and praise to God at all times for the gift of salvation that He has given us in His Son. It would also be a fitting response to the Lord's saving action to seek to please Him in our daily lives, living in obedience to His commandments. But we do not always respond to God's gracious and loving actions toward us in Jesus with faithfulness and thanksgiving. Instead of remembering His works daily and giving Him thanks and praise for redeeming us from sin and death, we quickly forget His works. The fear, love, and trust that we owe to God above all other things is often given to other things and other people. We put our trust in our bank accounts or a political party or a candidate. We think our reason can hold court over God's Word and our emotions can rule over God's Spirit. In some cases, people turn away from God completely, rebelling against His Word and authority, despising His grace and grieving God's Spirit who dwells in them. God would have every right to turn and become our enemy, as He did to Israel, when we forget His works turn away from his word and act as if God did not, did not matter and as if we mattered most. But finally, God remembers his works and forgives our sins when we turn back to him in faith. As the Lord remembered the days of old when he brought Israel up from the Red Sea, put his spirit in their midst and caused his glorious arm to go out at the right hand of Moses, so the Lord graciously remembers His works on our behalf in His Son and the promises that He has made to us. He remembers His Son's atoning sacrifice on the cross and His promise that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When we turn to Him in faith, there is no sin outside of His forgiveness. When we put our trust in our bank accounts, when a political candidate or party consumes our time and attention to the detriment of our true piety, when we think our reason can hold court over God's Word and our emotions can rule over God's Spirit, when we turn away from God completely, rebelling against His Word and authority, despising His grace and grieving His Spirit, his forgiveness is ready and waiting to be applied to each of us. What we do in remembrance of Christ is also His remembrance, His pledge and token of His steadfast love in His body and blood given and shed for us for the forgiveness of our sins. Despite our sins, we know that in Christ Jesus we have a loving and faithful God who is patient and long-suffering towards us, not counting our sins against us, but rather forgiving us on account of His Son. We can and should call upon God to be gracious to us when we sin, not because He owes it to us, but for the sake of His beautiful name. Now there is ample proof and evidence in the biblical record that the Lord does not desire the death of sinners, but that all might turn from their evil ways and live. The message of Christmas, God becoming flesh, underscores his loving will towards all sinners. The events of Good Friday and Easter cement this further for us. All of this is what God did 
God knows and God never forgets. God remembers. All this then is what we can also remember when our sins, how badly we fall short of God's glory, might cause us to despair. Beloved, God remembers his mercy towards us, his dear children. Amen. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. Let us pray. God in Trinity, eternal unity of perfect love, gather the nations to be one family and draw us into your holy life through the birth of Emmanuel, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.